Welcome to the Soccer Podcast, where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Sebastian, and this week, I'm joined here for the 100th time by Duane. What's going on, Sebastian? And and um, we've got our long-awaited guest, Mike B. <laughs> What's I up, mean, fellas? Well, episode 100. Happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> Episode 100, and, and it's weird, right? I think from a podcasting perspective, especially when you do a podcast once a week, you try to figure out what, what are the milestones, right? So 52 was our first milestone because that was our first year. Um, but then you're like, well, do you just go to 104 or do you go to 100? Because 100 just seems pretty cool. So so we chose, we're do, I think we're doing both. So, uh, you know, in four weeks, we'll do something again. Um, but but episode 100, super Give excited. feedback again. Yeah, Mike, Mike, you got to come back in a month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, episode 100. Um, so kind of give everybody a little rundown of how things are going to go. We're going to do a little recap of, of um, our tournament that we went to this past weekend. And then we're going to talk about some things that have going on in the world. Slash, we're going to play a little game. Ooh. All themed around the number 100. Oh, wow. So, you know. Everybody well, grab your Google machine. Let's go. Yeah, that's right. There's no cheating. Don't cheat. <laughs> Don't cheat, don't cheat, don't cheat. Um, all right, so uh Dwayne, uh Reading tournament this weekend. Rather not talk about the Reading tournament. I mean, I'll but talk about it because it was a bad experience. It was a bad experience for me. For you, it was the the OA girls uh won their won their brackets. I was happy for them. Um, I only got to catch one of their games because I was running all over the place. Um oh well, before even before that happened, before even the tournament started, I had my playoff game for high school. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we, we lost three nothing, but um I would say that it was a three nothing that could have easily been eight nothing had we done something different. And I was happy we didn't, and I was happy we stuck with it. And you know, it's three nothing. We ultimately lost to the division two semifinalist as they've gone through to the semifinals. So um considering our roster size, our injuries, and having 13 players, I was okay with it. I will live. I will live with that in my first year, in our first year as a varsity program. I will live with the fact that you know we made it to the playoffs the first year. So you know it's also high school soccer, so it's not that serious. Um, very serious. Very serious. Very serious. <laughs> um, yeah, and then overall the teams did well. Uh, Twenty thirteen boys won. Yes. Yeah, Dwayne. I, you're asking the wrong person. I was 2011 boys got into the finals. 2013 boys teams, both one of them, one of the teams got into the final. One team got one. Um, I was just, that was a painful weekend, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You were, yeah. Doing, you should have seen Dwayne, Mike. He was, you, he, he looked like he was like 85. Yeah. First, uh, the sideline, <laughs> dude, the mattress on the hotel was awful. And my back was killing me. There's no that. way. There is no way that it was that bad that like you had twenty something. Sebastian putting you up there, man. It would have. Jeez. A better place than what he slept. In. Oh, I slept. I slept in. I slept in a much worse place. <laughs> I would have been better off sleeping in my car. I don't know. The second night I slept in the fetal position because I ended up testing positive for COVID. No. So there you go. So it might have not been the mattress. It might have been just the fact that you were probably sick. How you feeling oh, now, Dwayne? I'm good now, man. I'm ready to get out of the house. <laughs> um, so awesome. yeah, so over, overall, tournament weekend was good. Uh, 2012, won, 2012 girls won their 
their bracket as well. Um, so we had some we had some teams that that competed really well. Some of the teams ended their season. Some of the teams are still going. I'm going to a tournament this weekend. I'm going to Jersey. Um, so I'm heading to Jersey this weekend. I'm spending the entire day at the same field. Um, first game's at nine o'clock. My last game's at six o'clock. That's how them Jersey tournaments do you, though, man. No, no, no. The problem is I have two teams, and both my teams play on the opposite side of the day. Yeah, that's what the Jersey tournaments do. That's what happened to me at Deptford, remember? Yeah, so I play Eight like o'clock nine, and five o'clock. Nine, nine, no, I play nine and one with one team, and then I play three and six with the other. Uh, so careful about that three to six game, man. I got they got me at that Reading tournament. What I played at 11 and two? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That'll be, right. even That'll be all right. Move. It won't be as hot as it was last weekend. Um, so yeah, so overall, not not too bad. Um, so things are starting to close up, things are starting to finish up, which is nice. Um, so yeah, it's good times. And I know Mike's got graduation. You're closing, you're closing it down too. We are. We are graduation, student athlete graduation tonight, and then um PDA showcase all weekend, man. So I'll be up in Jersey too. There you go. Mm-hmm. Pay, pay those tolls. So, eight a eight a.m. eight a.m. to eight p.m. There you go for the beautiful Memorial Day weekend. What do you, what fields are do you, are you like bouncing between fields, or do you at least get to be in the same complex? Mostly this. It's mostly the main two complexes, which are PDA's complex, and then the Morningside complex right down the road. Okay. Uh, so it's but it's yeah, just those two for the most part. There's a few games that are going to be slightly further off site but you know it'll be it'll be all right it's a, it's it has quickly become the biggest uh most important recruiting showcase that we go to each year nice. um, they've done a really good job of the way that they've built it i mean i, I think like all showcases probably gotten a little bit too big um and too many too many locations um but that's the nature of the beast right now with everybody trying to make their cash money Um, but they do a very good job of, especially in the top brackets, attracting the top level teams across the country, um, and trying to at least put, you know, those top brackets in similar locations so that they're, so that they're easy to see. But that does lead me to, um, something that I actually tweeted out yesterday, a frustration of mine with a trend going on right now in, in youth soccer is, um, these recruiting companies that are now charging for schedules wait what Uh, yeah so um i mean it used to be for 20 some odd years of college coaching right that before a tournament started i would be able to get my hands on a master schedule like an excel spreadsheet master schedule yeah where then i could manipulate it however i wanted to to dish out games to my staff yeah you know whatever it is right um this week I've been trying to get my hands on a master schedule for this PDA Memorial day showcase and all the scheduling stuff goes through total global sports, uh, TGS. You can access the schedule on their app or on their website. Um, but if you don't want to have to continually go through the app and you just want like a hard copy, you cannot export a schedule unless you have a yearly membership to TGS and the college membership is over $1,200 a year. <clears throat> mm. Okay. 
All right. And they don't, and they don't do the schedules for every league. Right. So like the girls Academy league is going through sports board who is also right. doing a, a pay for schedule model as well. So it's, it's a frustration. I wonder how many of the clubs and how many of the families know that they are not only paying an entrance fee to get into these tournaments, but then the schools that they're trying to get recruited by are also being charged to get schedules. Um, Man, so, like I'm, I'm looking at the schedule. I just pulled it up. You tell me, you tell me what age groups. Give me, give me thirty <laughs> minutes. I got you. I was gonna I say, got, I just, I got pulled, you. I just I, posted. It literally says Master Schedule Excel on the website. <laughs> uh, but Mike, Mike, this is what I do for the club in general. Like I put all the schedules so for all our tournaments. So you tell me what you tell me what age groups. I got you. Don't worry about so, it. So, so it's it's funny because at first I was like, man, is this just me being completely off base with this? But then. You know, obviously ECNL has their own brackets in the showcase. Yep. They sent out their own Excel spreadsheet to all the college coaches. Like a ma- they sent out a master schedule oh, to like all, all the ECNL coaches, teams, but only for the ECNL games. <laughs> um, and I'm like, well, that's how you know that this is BS. Yeah. Because ECNL wants to make sure their kids get seen. So they're providing yeah. everybody with their master. Oh, man. The, non-EC- the non-ECNL flight. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mike, you just, just shoot me a text. I got you. Don't worry. I got you covered. <laughs> I, I got you covered. I got you covered. I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it on Excel sheet. I'll let throw me, you throw me twenty dollars, man. I got whatever you need. <laughs> as long as it cost me twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, you will be all right. I'll get. I'll you give me twelve bucks. What can we call it even? <laughs> uh, but oh, man, that's a that's an interest. I hadn't heard of that. That's interesting. I think it's a uh, scam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, well, I, I just think I can call it that. It's okay. I can do it. <laughs> Uh, listen, I can call it a scam too. I think there it's ridiculous. Go. I think it's everybody trying to figure out a way to make a buck. Um, and I think honestly, like when we talk about, I mean, we could go off for hours on this topic, yeah. right? But there's a lot of things that are wrong with our with our development models in this country. This is one of them. Yeah. I mean, this is one of a litany of things that is wrong with our development model is that we're doing what we do best in this country, which is figure out how to make money off of things. Um, and this specifically is kids. And, and this is specifically like, I'm going to make money off of the fact that everybody wants their kid to have an opportunity to go to college. Congratulations. I guess there's a, there's got to be a place for everybody. Right. But I will openly say that I think it's, it's absurd. Yeah. Uh, I think the entry fees that the teams pay to get into the showcases are absurd to be honest, yeah. but at least they're spreading it out amongst, you know, 20 families per team. Um, yeah. But yeah, just the the amount of money that's going in and out of youth sports right now in this country is that's, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Well, I can tell you for a fact that it's definitely not going to a Dwayne and I. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not coming to me either. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so they're uh, consistent with the entry fee and the fee they're charging you for a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um. Let's talk about other changes. I don't know, Mike. I know you read a ton uh, in general about the soccer world. Did you happen to see the new Liga MX changes that have been proposed? I did not actually. So for the 2023 season, so 2022 for the rest of the season, Mexico is doing this like shortened season. Uh-huh. So then that way they can be done in time to give Mexico a good enough like time to get ready for the World Cup. Okay, but for the start of the 2023 season, they are now introducing a new rule um, following the American 
the United States sports of the NBA and the NFL of now they are going to stop the clock for throw-ins and corner kicks. Uh, ultimate time waste. Oh. Yep. So they're going to stop the clock anytime the ball goes dead for the throw-in or a corner kick um, in order to maximize. Because I guess they did. They they went through and did the statistics of how much game time is actually getting played out of 90 minutes. Very wow. much. <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that is the ultimate Concacaf rule right there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. That is, you might as well just change the name of, of of the of the confederation because you're taking the Concacaf out of Concacaf. Yeah, because uh, that is exactly the the time wasting and the Concacafery that goes on. You are like that's yeah, that's what Concacaf is. Yeah. So so I mean, look, more power to them. I I totally get where they're coming from with it. Um, and that they want to try to curb what has been probably the hallmark of CONCACAF soccer for a long time. Yeah. Um, but man, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Let's see how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're hustle to get the ball back in play, but maybe they're taking their sweet old time to get the ball back in play anyway. And games end up becoming, you know, four hours long. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm, I'm afraid of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, that's what I liked about the 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 fact that you know I there's there's no unpredictability in soccer, right? Like I know I'm in for ninety, maybe ninety eight, right? Like you know, long game or something happens, especially VAR and stuff like that. But um, I'm I know I'm in for the two hours and that's it. I don't have to sit here and wait around for for a long time. Not gonna um, have enough commercials. <laughs> oh, I hope but no, no, no. Let's not do that. They're gonna start that, that, they're gonna go side by side commercials. No, 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 no. They're gonna throw in. No, I don't I don't want that. Um I think we forgot to mention this, Dwayne, but uh big congratulations to the Seattle Sounders uh for winning the CONCACAF Champions League. I don't think we mentioned that part of it. Oh yeah. Um that happened a couple weeks ago. First MLS team to win the CONCACAF Champions League. Um, so they're gonna be going to the Club World Cup Club World Cup. So whenever that happens, because I don't January, February, March. Who knows? Well, it's usually, I don't know. Well, it's, it's not it's usually in December, probably. but it's not going to happen in December this year. Um, nah. So, um, and then the other thing that happened this week, which I know Mike was probably at the edge of his seat waiting for, was the Conference League final. Because uh, <laughs> uh, we probably talked about this, what, a year ago when <laughs> we talked about the Conference League being introduced and we all knew it was a scam. Um, but the Conference League came and went probably. More exciting, or not more exciting, but probably more watched than the actual Europa League final uh, was the Conference League final. Um, so big, big, big uh, congratulations to Roma and Jose Mourinho for winning. He's won everything. He's won everything now. He has everything. I, he's got yeah, it, I guess. <laughs> he's got it all. He's got it all. Any I mean, tournament it, you can think of, he's got. The guy, the guy does have a resume that is really, really impressive. I mean, you, you, you do have to give them that, but just as I'm sitting here talking about like, man, youth soccer and their ability to finagle things to make money. And then I'm like, well, I guess shit doesn't change no matter what level you get. CDA, <laughs> UEFA, about the same, or whatever that global sport, total global sports. TGS. There you go. Maybe, it's, maybe, the, maybe the same people. It might be. Um, <laughs> Um, unless unless Total Global Sports wants to sponsor the podcast, and in which case we're all in. We're all in. <laughs> we're, we're all in. You wave you wave that uh, schedule fee. 
We're all in. Yeah. And listen, I want to, I want to, I do feel like I should, I should be clear about TGS and some of these other companies. I, there are some things that they are trying to do that I like. Like I like the aggregation of information, right? Being able yeah. to go to one place yeah. to get rosters for teams, um, things like that. That's great. Um, but you know, th- there, there's, there's a limit of like, for yeah. me, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, there, there's just places that you don't need to go to. Yeah. Um, and, and, $1,200 for a yearly membership is bananas. Yeah. Um, especially when you, it's not like you're monopolizing every league in the country, right? So right. if I could pay 1200 bucks once <laughs> and get everything from every team in every league, then maybe, um, but you're, but you're not. Especially so, when you know, college colleges across the board are, you know, budgets are getting tighter and, and things like that. And, um, you know, not everyone has the same resources across the board. Right. So that just makes it a lot harder. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're going to say, if you win your conference championship, we'll wave the fee. <laughs> so next year, so Mike's like, we got to win this conference. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it's episode 100. Um, so let's get to our little little game. I got a couple questions um, slash facts that we're going to give out. All right. So I went through and through some extensive research, uh, partnered up with our marketing analytics department at the podcast. Uh, we we've compiled the last four world cups and have been able to figure out who scored the 100th goal in each world cup. Oof. So, all right. So here's this, this is a multiple choice section of the game. Multiple choice. Yeah. What do we have a short answer? <laughs> There's also an essay portion too later. <laughs> um, so in 2000, oh, hold on. Before we start, we should probably start with, with there we go. We got to give our uh, little, um, yeah, our little theme music. Um, so in the 2006 World Cup played in Germany, okay, who scored the 100th goal? All right. So here are the multiple choice responses. Clint Dempsey. Lionel Messi, Sedan, or Mr. Close, or Close, however you want to call him. So who scored the 100th goal of the World Cup in 2006 in Germany? Was it Dempsey, Messi, who already was playing in the 2006 World Cup, uh, Sedan, and Close? Well, they all played in the 2006 World Cup. (laughs) Well, they all played in the 2006 World Cup, but I'm just saying that Messi was already like 2006. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, 2022 will be Messi's oh, close. Close. I, I would I would say the same, but then also knowing how deep of a run France made, I'm I'm tempted to go with Zidane, but closer. Go closer. Okay. I'm with uh, Dwayne. All right. I'm I'm surprised none of you none of you went none of you went with the one that seemed like the a little bit of the outlier. Was Mr. Clint Dempsey? Was it really? It was. He scored the 100th goal in the. Oh, sorry, ass Clint Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> so I will. I will tell you that the majority of these these end up happening towards the group stage or towards the later and later side of the group stage. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, it's either early knockout or like last game of the group stage. Yeah. Wow. All right. 
Moving on um, to the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. Oh boy. Was it Landon Donovan, Carlos Tevez, <laughs> Mueller, or Andres Iniesta? Well, now I'm going to go with Landon Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep keep the theme alive. You know what I mean? That was a great goal, by the way, at the end of the group, at the end of the group stage. There you go. See? <laughs> Dwayne, what do you um, want? Uh, man, I'm, I'm going to be anti-American. I think it was Iniesta. The answer yeah. is uh, drum. I don't have a drum roll. Oh, never mind. Uh, drum roll. Uh, Andres Iniesta. Hey. Yeah. All right. All right. So Dwayne's up one nothing here. All right. Moving on to the 2014 World Cup in Brazil. Was it? And I give you all South Americans for this one. So was it Ener Valencia from Ecuador? Was it Messi? Was it James Rodriguez or was it Neymar? Oof. We're in 2014, right? Yep. Oof. That was 2014. That was a coming out party for the, the last two. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you, James was the golden boot winner of the 20. 20- yeah, I was going to say, didn't he have like six goals, six or seven yeah, goals? He had six goals, yeah. Yeah, and he hasn't scored since. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on six teams since. <laughs> James. I'm going to go with Hamas. You're going Hamas? That's where I'm going. Who are you going with? Hamas. Yeah, oh, you're going with Hamas? Nope. The answer is Neymar. Oh. <laughs> I knew it was one of those. I two. love this game. Um, <laughs> all right. Moving on to the the well-received Russia World Cup. Um, and this we're going with four heavy hitters. So 20, 2018 World Cup. Harry Kane. Kylian Mbappe, Cristiano Ronaldo, or Lionel Messi? Ronaldo. You're both going Ronaldo? Yeah, because then he put the team on his back. He put the team on his back. I mean, all, all four of them scored goals. So, I mean, it's not like I'm giving you people that didn't score a goal. All right, Ronaldo. we're going Ronaldo. Mike, you going Ronaldo too? Yeah, Ronaldo. It was Messi. <laughs> <laughs> I had to know at some point you were gonna. You were gonna I had to in squeeze it in. Saw the Argent, some Argentinian had to score at some point. That was that was really poor thinking on our part, Dwayne. <laughs> I think that we would get through an entire game without an Argentinian. Oh, wait till the rest of it. Uh, <laughs> um, come on, three out of the four answers. Um, Messi was Messi was involved in. Yeah, all right. Because all the right. 2010 World Cup was the only World Cup he did not score a goal in. Oh, trash. Not my goat. <laughs> did not score. Not did my not, goat. Did not score in the 2010 World Cup. Cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So these these are Josie Altador scored in. <laughs> uh these are this is these are not multiple choice. This is a off the top of your head. Do you remember the name? Yes or no? Um, I have a feeling that a lot of these you guys will get. They're not, they're not super difficult. Um, not every answer is messy and not every answer is an Argentinian, by the way. Just want to put that out there. <clears throat> Here's um, a disclaimer. Yeah. Um, all right. So who is the first American player to reach 100 caps with a U.S. men's national team jersey? Kobe Jones. Dwayne? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Dude. <laughs> I'm too young for this. <laughs> Brad Friedel. I don't know. <laughs> 
Casey oh. Keller. Casey Keller. Um, the answer uh, is Marcelo Balboa. Oh. He was the first one. Um, so it, it was actually pretty interesting because so he he thought he had reached it against Jamaica um, uh, previously, but after some recalculation, they realized that some of the matches didn't count um, because they weren't like official international competition matches or something like that. So it ended up being in the Copa America in 1995 versus Chile. Uh, you expected me to know that I was born in 1995. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. All right. Um, but I'm going to give this one to Mike. Uh, Mike, who is the youngest American to reach 100 caps? <laughs> is it Kobe Jones? It's Kobe Jones <laughs> at age 27. When did, when did he do it? Do you know when he did it by chance? Uh, I had it pulled up um, at some point. Yeah. I, seven I had years it. after his first birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had it pulled up. I forgot where it was. I read it yesterday. Um, all right. Okay. So this one, this one, I'm just going to give you the fact because there's no chance that you, either of you would get this unless maybe I'll give it to you. Maybe we'll see. Give it to, give it to us. Man. Are you trying to doubt our intelligence? No, I'm not trying to doubt your intelligence. I'm just telling you that like, it might be it might be a weird one. All right, who is the first player in history to reach 100 caps for his country? Pele. First player in history to reach 100 caps for his country. Yep. I, I I'm gonna say somebody English because they have a hard time letting go of past successes. <laughs> George Best. <laughs> George Best is a little too old for that, or too it was he was too young for that. Like at that point, it, it came before him. Well, Pele, man, they were shopping him around. He was no, you you got to remember, you got to remember, international soccer started back in the thirties. I'm saying, and even before, yeah. Pele was in the sixties. <laughs> you had thirty years of history before that. I know, but then they had they had flights so they could play more games. They you know, back in the thirties, yeah, they get on that ship. That is correct. Yeah, you're correct. <laughs> Took a little bit longer. Um, so no, it was actually by a British player. Uh, his name is Billy Wright. Billy, Billy Wright, um, made 105 appearances for England and 90 of them were as a captain. He actually still has the longest run unbroken run in competitive international football for caps with his, with a national team. He played 105 games in a row. Wow. Wow. And he played his entire... His entire career, he played it at Wolves. Things that you'll never see now. I mean, that, no. that, that's very likely to be a record that's never broken. No, never. Right. All right. There's no loyalty. All right. So here's the next one. Uh, who is the youngest British player to ever hit 100 caps? Ryan Giggs. <laughs> Ryan Giggs. Mike? Yeah, oh, he's Welsh. 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 <laughs> Welsh. 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 Um, I'm gonna go with Gareth Bale's coming for you, doing man. Gareth this... Bale's on a golf course working on his game. He ain't worried about nothing. This is tough because, like, part of me is thinking that it could be somebody out of like that '92 class. That's like, what I was be, thinking. It could be, um. Somebody out of there. The other part of me is like Michael Owen for some reason. 
I keep going back to Michael Owen, youngest. Youngest to reach a hundred. Let's go. Let's go with Michael Owen. Let's go outside the box. Dwayne. Well, seeing that Ryan Giggs lost. <laughs> uh, I need to give Dwayne a redo. <laughs> yeah. This time, um, check your globe, my man. Youngest British. Player. Messi. <laughs> Was it Messi? Yeah, this is that Argentinian one, right? <laughs> um, I don't know, David Beckham. Nah. No, um, it was Wayne Rooney. Oh, wow. you know, Wayne Rooney. He was 29 years old. It was one of those British guys. Yep. Just, yeah, 29 years old. All right. Okay. Here's another one. The youngest European player to reach 100 caps. Oh, probably some guy from like Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 it's not. I, I will tell you that. It's a it's a name that you would all know. It's a name we would all know. The name you would know. Youngest, Youngest player ever. I will I, I'll actually give you an even a, a bigger hint. He is still currently playing. Ooh. Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh it's, yeah, now, now I'm starting to think about countries that play in most of the major tournaments. But I, I want to go with... Oh, um, it's got to be somebody that didn't have a lot of competition. That's the other thing, right? Go like, early Holland. <laughs> you going early Holland? Uh, Dwayne? Cristiano. You go, Cristiano. All right. The answer for the sake of time at this point, uh, Sergio Ramos. Ooh. 26 wow, years old. 26 no years old. Wow. Man, how many red cards did he have? <laughs> 103. Uh, <laughs> did you know that? Did you read the stat that Real Madrid didn't have a single red card this year? Yeah. Because he wasn't on the team? <laughs> um, all right. This is an easy one. Uh, youngest Argentinian to reach 100 caps. Messi. Angel Di Maria. No, it's Messi. <laughs> Messi, 28 years old. All right, and then the last two we have, um, who is the first women's national team player to reach 100 goals? Oh, jeez. Uh, not Mia Hamm. The, fir- the first uh, U.S. women's national team player? U.S. women's national team player. So I looked this up yesterday. There are 41 of them. 41. You got to give me the buckets. The first one. The first one. Tiffany Milbrook. Dwayne. Uh, Michelle Akers. Mia Hamm. Oh, my gosh. That's a trick question. (laughs) It wasn't a trick question. (laughs) Yeah, it was because you made it seem like it wasn't Mia Hamm. Why did I say that? What did I say that said... This is not Mia Ham. Who is the woman? <laughs> <laughs> seemed like a very seemed like a trick question. All right, and then this one's just kind of funny. Um, who is the first player to wear number one hundred? Again, I don't expect either of you to get this. Um, no. All right. Tobin Heath. <laughs> so uh, it's a player named Adolfo Bautista, aka El Bofo. El Bofo uh, from from at the time he was playing for Chivas <laughs> and uh he wore number 100. 
Well, I was at a tournament a couple weeks ago and somebody was wearing a three digit number. Yeah, but he was the first one. All right. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> did, you, did you point and say, El Bofo? <laughs> <laughs> Going back on it, I sh- probably should. Next time I see that, El Bofo. So there you go. Got some 100 uh, little facts for you. Uh, so okay. now you know every time you got trivia, you know, if you have anybody that wants to know who the first person that ever reached a hundred caps for his country. Uh, you, you know, Billy Wright. Billy, good old good Billy old, Wright. Good old Billy Wright. Yeah. All right. <laughs> on this day in soccer history, because again, it has to be on theme. Um, we have the Champions League finals coming up. So in 2009, uh, Manchester United was playing Barcelona. Uh, and let's, we can probably call it like Messi's like little um, coming out party into the world. Um, obviously, had people knew him already, but in 2009, he scored against Manchester United. That was the first goal he scored against an England team um, and scored off a header. So mm. on May 27th, 2009. Free headers in the box. Huh? Free headers in the box. He was completely alone in the box. I mean, it was a beautiful header. We know he wasn't contested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Fair play of the actually no sorry player of the match we didn't do player of the match before we went we just moved ourselves forward uh, player of the match uh, my player of the match goes to Leeds for signing Brendan Aronson <laughs> good old Leeds so about Leeds for about to sign Sergio Dust that's yeah there you go yeah also true and Christian um, Pulisic. <laughs> Everybody's everybody's going to Leeds. Everyone wants to play with Jesse for Jesse Marsh. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna choose Leeds for their desire to want to be the U.S. national club team. There you go, perfect. Because it's and they're just getting the players ready. They're trying to be the Bayern Munich of, of England. There you go, uh, Dwayne. You got a player of the match? Daniel Gosdog lighting it up in MLS right now for the Union. For the Union, lighting it up. There you go. Um, all right, that's eligible because we need a number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I read somewhere that the kid from um from Bayern committed to playing for the men's for the US? Yeah, he's in yeah, the next yeah, game, from- uh, Malik Tillman. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in the next uh, the next camp, but he's listed as a midfielder in their roster, so it's gonna be curious to see how how he's utilized. So he, yeah. he's in, and so is uh. Haji, Haji Wright, I think, is, is in as well. Um, not related so, to Billy Wright, right? What's that? Not related to Billy Wright. Not, not, he does not have nearly the caps of Billy Wright, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, one cap closer. Uh, all right, fair play of the week. Um, my fair play of the week, I have two of them. Uh, one of them goes out to Sarah uh, for helping out this season. Uh, it's been fantastic to have her. Um, and I'm excited to have her back in, in July and August. Um, so it's been, it's been really good to, to have Sarah on board. She's been fantastic with the players, has asked a lot of questions, has, has led some sessions, led some activities. And so we're really excited to have her have Sarah. So, you know, thanks, Mike, for, for uh, getting her connected. She's a stud, man. She's the best. Yeah. I love that kid. Uh, and my second uh, fair play of the week goes out to Slatan. Um, because I don't know if everybody find out, but he had ACL surgery. Uh, this guy's been playing without an ACL for the last six months, uh, has turned, uh, trained a total of 10 times, but ended up playing a total of like 12 games. Um, 
beast, 41 years or almost 41 years old. Don't need anything <laughs> else. It's fine. It's all good. And he said, yeah, haven't been uh, training with an ACL, playing with an ACL for eight months. Take that. Guy, yeah. guy, the guy's incredible. I mean. He's amazing. People could say what they want about him. I think it, I, it's one of the biggest tragedies that he has not gotten a chance yeah. to play regularly in some of these big tournaments like a like a euro or the world cup yeah because i think that we all as fans of the game probably have missed out on so many incredible things that we could have seen yeah i mean i I, without a doubt i i believe i really truly believe that him over the course of his career had he been exposed to some of these big tournaments and these big opportunities um He's already going to go down as one of the best players. I mean, he could have been a top three player. Yeah. Had he had the exposure that some of these other players have gotten. Yeah. Um, Because some of the things that he does and his imagination is absurd. Especially Um, with his size. He's not small. He's no small guy. He's huge. The the tournament, as Zlatan (laughs) would say, the tournament's missed out on Zlatan. There you go. That's right. And you know what? Like most of the time, I'd be like, "Man, it's a little pompous," but yeah, he's right. He's right. <laughs> the tournament's he's... missed out on him, and we all did too. Yeah. yeah. Some of the stuff that he his special special action per minute ratio has to be better than anybody. That's yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's wild. Um, fair play of the week, uh, Dwayne. Uh, mine's gonna go out to uh, Rob Joshua, and Dan Simmons for holding it down while I've been uh, locked up all week. On the injury reserve. Injury reserve. Out, out next week, though, getting out. There you go. Mike? Awesome. Rob Joshua works with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his sister. He used, yeah, he used to work with his, his sister, right? His sister His sister was our sports psych at NC State. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Small world. Um, small world, man. Yeah. My my fair play uh, goes to you guys. Happy 100th episode. Thanks. You guys have done a, an unbelievable job. So Thank you. We appreciate it. That is a milestone worth celebrating. 100%. And you know what? We wouldn't we wouldn't want anybody else to be here but you. That, everybody else said everybody line. else everybody else said that, everybody else said no. Because <laughs> I saw the email that went out. <laughs> Hello, guest. <laughs> we would love to have you on the podcast. We couldn't do it without you. <laughs> no, we wanted to have you and Fields on uh together because that would have been really cool. At some point that episode will happen. We will 100% do that episode, but no, for, for real. I would love to get on an episode with Fields, but we will get nothing accomplished. It's okay. We don't need to. <laughs> we don't need to. Um, Mike, thanks so much for coming on today. Um, we really appreciate the support. Honestly, without without you coming on probably close to 10 times at this point, uh, I don't think we would have had as much fun. Um, we wouldn't have had the, the people that have listened to it because of that. Um, so we, we really appreciate it. You've, you've been, uh, you've been the number one supporter, I think from the beginning of the podcast. So it's been, it's been a good time. It's always good for me to be able to, uh, hang out with Dwayne a little bit, always, no matter what time of day, looking like he just rolled out of bed. So love, love. <laughs> hey, this has been a good week too. Just being able well, to we never record in the afternoon. So it's always, he's always rolling out of bed. <laughs> We're well, never recording in the afternoon. <laughs> never record in the afternoon. Well, um, for the 100th time, thanks for joining us this week. And remember, always receive the ball on your front foot.